Create Your Pathway. I'm your host, Rory. In this series, I interview real people in real careers so you can hear what they're really like. And today we're talking about information technology, or what most people call IT. I'm interviewing Jim Locke, who's in a leadership role at Bancor South. Now, information technology encompasses a huge range of careers, everything from coding, front end, back end, user experience, user interface, network security, the hardware that runs everything. I mean, computers show up everywhere, right? They're in our cars. They govern all the transactions anytime you check out at a store. IT is a massive career field and it's growing, like the internet runs increasing amounts of the world. So if you're interested in computers, you like to play around with coding, maybe you've taught yourself to code a little bit, you've created your own website, you may be interested in this as a career, Jim's going to explain a lot of what it looks like to have an IT leadership role in an established company. And of course, there's a lot of other ways to have an IT career. You could actually work for a tech company, you could work for a startup, you could be an independent consultant, or you could work in an IT department in a bigger organization, which is what Jim does. Let's hear from Jim. Well, Jim, good morning. Thank you so much for being here to talk about um, IT with me. Thank you for having me. Give us your title, but obviously a title doesn't like totally convey everything about your job, right? So tell us your title and then tell us a little bit about what you actually do on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm uh, Jim Locke. I'm the Director of Information Technology here at Bancorp South. And uh, basically I have a responsibility for any type of programming or development that we do for any of our systems, um, both on the mainframe system, as well as any other systems that we've developed in-house. Also have responsibility for QA, quality assurance, to make sure that those computer programming um, uh, systems are doing exactly what they're supposed to do on a daily basis. Yeah, and I imagine with so many transactions taking place online these days, IT in a banking context is like really, really important. But obviously, you could work in IT in a ton of different industries, a lot of different contexts. So um, maybe give us like the broad, like what is the field of information technology more broadly? Yeah, so on a broad basis, information technology is basically getting a system and it's maintaining either customer information in basically like a banking setting, or it could be uh, making a computer system perform or function in a way that that is going to be um, very advantageous for the actual customer that's conducting any business. So if you go up and you do anything, let's just say like even you go to Walmart and you're conducting a transaction at Walmart, somebody in the background has done some sort of computer programming or work in the IT field that is going to be able to look up that product information. It's going to keep an inventory of that information. It's going to print it on your receipt. It's going to be able to show how much in a dollar amount that is. And then if you want to provide a discount for that for that item, you can punch that in. All of that is IT related fields. And the same thing goes for like in the banking industry. So if somebody comes in and you bring a check, there has to be computer systems that run in the background that know exactly how to route that check. Basically, information technology touches just about every single thing that we do. This also touches on like network security, right, as an example, and even like the specific hardware that is used to make sure everything talks to each other. That's correct. So um, just like um, if you go into a bank or you go into any type of, uh, of customer-related endpoint, and you're walking in and somebody's using a computer computer there. Somebody has to load that software on that computer. Somebody has to know how to um, gain uh, your employee ID, 
to gain the credentials and access so that you have the exact role that you need on that computer. Somebody knows um, how to install the information. You've got to have the computer to be able to talk to another endpoint throughout the internet. And then you've got to make sure, particularly in this day and time, anything related to information security. So that means anything that anybody, you don't want anybody to hack into your system and gain any of your customer's information. But then also, if somebody comes in and you're transmitting a a transaction or you're transmitting some of their credit card information, you also have to make sure that that information is secure when you're transmitting it to another customer or to another processing center. So not only is there a hardware, but there's also software, and then there's also the product development, which would be sitting down and actually typing out the lines of code to make the computer do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, and this is becoming more and more relevant because things like data breaches and hacking and like people stealing sensitive information, that stuff, it seems like every other day I'm hearing about some new breach of stuff. And so in, in your field, it's obviously you'd like to prevent that before it happens, but if if it's going to happen, then there's figuring out why did it happen? How can we make sure it doesn't happen at least in this way in the future? Did you go to school for, for IT? So what's, what's actually interesting about this is so um, I actually started my career when I was 15 as a bank teller. I lived in a very small town and there weren't a lot of places to work there. The bank was one of those places that I got the opportunity to be able to get a job. I was on the front end where I was customer facing. I very seldomly did anything in the back office. And so I went to college and I majored in marketing. Um, I thought this is something that I'm going to do. I love uh, marketing and management. So I had a, a double major there and I got out and I, um, I was able to get a job as a project manager in the IT world. And basically what that was is just uh, keeping track of all of the projects that the developers are are, uh, are working on. And it was just extremely interesting to me to see how the back end of the office, the thing that no customers ever see, and the things that just happen, like we, as you're working on the front end and you're working as a teller, you never actually sit and say, I wonder how this check gets processed like it was. But when I went to be a project manager, it gave me so much uh, insight into how these computer systems work and how everything is tied together. And I'd had the experience of being on the front end where I got to talk to customers every day. So I kind of knew the front end. I was learning the back end and I got so interested in it that I just continued to grow my knowledge of information technology until uh, I decided I wanted to go back and get my MBA. And so I went back to school and got my master's and I took a tremendous amount of computer um, courses when I was doing that and programming courses. And so that allowed me to grow my knowledge even more. Um, and, and so that led me to where I am today. Okay. What are some things that um, like a middle or high school student could start thinking about or learning that would prepare them for a career in IT? It absolutely is something that you can go ahead and try to begin to learn some knowledge. There are computer courses that are out there that are self-study even, and that can even start with web design. Even if you wanted to go out and you wanted to make yourself a cool website just because you wanted to take a look at something or you wanted to see how something worked, there are ways that you can go out. There's websites that you can go to to be able to learn how to do this. Find what you have your passion for. It's, if this is something that is interesting to you and you really enjoy it 
every day will be exciting to come into work. Also, I suggest getting a mentor and finding somebody that you think that's in the field that you do and somebody that you can look up to and somebody that can help get you on the path that you want to go in. That could even be a teacher that is in computer and technology. It could be when you move on um, outside of your high school career and you decide to go to college. Um, it could be a college professor. I can't tell you how many times that when we're looking for somebody for a position, I'll go to a college, a local professor, and I'll say, okay, tell me somebody that has an amazing talent or somebody that has a great aptitude that wants to learn. And so I challenge you to really get to know your teachers as well. And if you've got questions, then ask them for feedback. Um, if you're in a particular class that really interests you, ask them for feedback um, on ways that, that you can continue to grow your knowledge outside of just that basic knowledge set. You know, it's interesting. While we're talking, I just pulled up my monitor. I Googled learn IT for free. And there are like yeah. dozens and dozens of places to get started, like Coursera, edX.org, open.edu. It's never been easier, and especially with the constant growth of, of careers in coding and software development and UI, UX, all those kinds of things. It's never been easier to start learning that on your own. And so probably, I mean, if like say you're a middle or high schooler, you know, you've got access to all the stuff that you need. You can start figuring out, do I even enjoy this? Like you said, is this something you're passionate about? There's a lot of resources where you can get pretty far for free without a college degree. And then obviously there's a lot of different programs, uh, getting a mentor, really good advice. Um, you know, Jim, what's like a typical day in the life look like for you? Like you're at a director level <laughs> position, so you're not an entry level IT position anymore. So you're probably some of what you do is lead people and lead teams. What does a day in the life look like? It's probably um, as a middle school, high schooler, what is the first thing that we do when we all wake up? And that's reach for our phone. <laughs> so I, I reach over for my phone, I grab it, but I'm not looking at Snapchat and I'm not looking at TikTok right off the bat. What I'm doing is checking my email status to see, I'm also checking, we have the ability at our fingertips to really monitor every system that we have in the bank. So we have people that work 24 hours a day here at the bank. And that's some of the things that somebody says, what, a bank? You, uh, you don't close at six o'clock every day? Wait a minute, you have banker's hours. No, um, in the technology field, we really have people that monitor these systems and programs that run 24 hours a day. When, when those doors open, we gotta make sure that we're there to service our customers. And so one of the first things that I do is I pick up the phone and make sure how did last night's processing go? How did all the computer systems function during the night? And are they all up and ready to go this morning? And then the next thing I do is I, I flip over and look at my calendar and I say, what do I have to do today? And it's almost like um, putting a puzzle together. So I say, okay, I may be double booked for my nine o'clock, but if I really, um, I really need to do 30 minutes of this meeting and 30 minutes of another, so I'll decide how to split my time. But the key to uh, what I have found about being successful is being prepared for my day. So I pick up that phone, I look at the calendar and I give myself a pep talk to say, okay, this is exactly what I've got that, that's coming up today. How can I be prepared? Let me do a little research and let me see if it's a, a topic that I may not know about or it's a project that we're working on that I don't know the status. 
I'll call someone, one of my teammates, and I'll ask them, hey, what's our status on this? And then we go through the day of meeting. Those meetings can can really contain anything like new project development, or it could be we've got an issue with the system, and we need to make sure that we get that resolved as quick as possible. And that's the thing that I love most about IT is when you walk in, nothing is ever the same every day. And that can be so rewarding uh, at the end of your day to look back and say, you know what, we fixed an issue that was out there today. We also uh, took the opportunity and developed something new today. And so uh, that's what's so interesting about it. In your position, I imagine, you know, you have the opportunity to give feedback on employees, maybe give input into hiring. What are some of the qualities that you look for when you're thinking about either hiring or promoting somebody? The students could be thinking about, okay, this is the kind of person that I want to be. Because I think some of those qualities, it's not just technically, like you could be a, you could be like an incredible coder, have a lot of knowledge of database architecture, but not be somebody you would hire or promote, right? So what are those qualities that you look for? Uh, that's a great Great question. Uh, when I have somebody that comes in, I want to make sure that they're uh, making eye contact with me. They're uh, they're able to carry on a good conversation, but more importantly, they're able to get their point across. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so important to really be prepared when you're going in for a uh, for an interview. And let's just say uh, you're going in, you're going to speak to someone like me. Do some research on the company. Find out exactly how many offices they have. What is their specialty? What is really something that shows me that you're different than somebody else that comes in? Mm. You've done your homework and gone the extra mile to try to see exactly what we do and and how you can fit into what we're doing. Um, You can get hundreds of jobs in, in doing some particular coding or architecture or quality control, quality assurance. Um, but why do you want to work here? Mm-hmm. What makes your skill set stick out over everybody else? Some of it comes into how you can, like I say, carry on the conversation. And some of it comes into how do you respond when I ask a question? Is it just um, you'll answer with just a yes or no, or will you answer and then respond with something back that is more than just a yes or no question? Those are kind of some of the things that I look for. Any final words of advice uh, for students as we kind of wind the conversation down? Find what really your passion is. So if you're interested in it and it peaks, it really peaks your interest. It's going to be something that you will want to continue to grow your knowledge in on your own. You're not going to be forced by somebody to say, hey, you need to learn more about this topic. Also, getting that mentor is very important as well. Sounds like there's these qualities that anybody can develop. And if you really want to develop the skills in IT, there's a lot of free resources that you can go to to start working on those. So it sounds like it's actually a pretty accessible field, no matter where you come from or what your background is, which is pretty exciting. Uh, Jim, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with me, uh, time of your day, and talk with the students. Really, really appreciate it. No, thank you so much. I appreciate it.